This episode of the Old New York Podcast is brought to you by Spackle Pro Services. Folks, you ever look at your backyard and think about all the cigarette butts and basset hound shit that's in between those bricks and think, man, I just want my sitting area to be clean again? Well, Spackle Pro Services is here to make your house the envy of the block once again. Specializing in pressure washing services, water restoration cleanups, air duct cleaning, and now including services such as flood work. These guys are great. They do a little bit of everything. Show your support to the company by following them on Facebook. And don't miss out on your opportunity to make your house the envy of the block at a fair price. Free estimates just a call away. Spackle Pro Services all around the Buffalo area, 716-748. 5594 Spackle Pro Services 716 748 5594. Oh shit. What do you fucking children know about these classics? Some of you fucking people don't even probably can't name two members of this band. Fucking two. Well, New York was like 15. And ride. Dougie ever. It's all right that you should play the way you feel it. Just took a bomb hit for Jesus. My girlfriend hates that song. I love that fucking song. Stevie Nicks was just in Buffalo. Shout out Stevie. Still getting it done. She's probably in her 50s now. Maybe. Uh, maybe. How old is Stevie Nicks? That's how we're going to start off this episode of the Old New York, folks. Uh, let's start off actually with the formal shit. Follow the Old New York on Spotify, on Instagram at the Old New York underscore, on TikTok at the Old New York underscore, on Facebook. What? On Facebook at the Old New York Podcast. What? And then follow Matt Barrios on Instagram at bite underscore B Matt with one T. He made the logo. What? <clears throat> yeah. Shout out, Mr. Matt Barrios. What a fucking good dude, man. If you need anything drawn up for you, hey, maybe, maybe he'll draw it up for you. Who fucking knows? I'm currently looking up Stevie Nicks' age right now, and it's taking fucking ages. She's 75. Holy fucking shit. I couldn't have been more wrong about Stevie Nicks' age. Actually, I was 25 years wrong. 
Well, not a high note. We can't say it's a high note, but we can say it's definitely a note to fucking start on here. Where I really want to start this episode is at the motherfucking Grammys, folks. Grammys were last night. It was the big day. Everybody got in their best gear. Beyonce looked like Doug Dibidome, but you didn't hear that from me. Jay-Z, don't come after me, please. I love the Black Album. It was my favorite. Great record. Uh, but yeah, the Grammys were last night. And, you know, the awards themselves, I don't think, were anything that it was like, Whoa, that person won. Like, oh my God, Drake's in the running for, you know, best fucking rap song of the year. Like, it wasn't, it, like, it wasn't crazy. I'm stuttering all over the place because I'm amped up about it. It wasn't crazy. Like, it, it was a good Grammys. I think people got what they deserved. Like, you know, like, R&B album, best, best progressive R&B album, excuse me, let me give the full title to the award, was SZA, with SOS, great record, Taylor Swift won about 35 of them, but what I really want to talk about is the rap, I constantly say it on here, I fucking care about rap, uh, that's like the only fucking genre I give a shit about, really, and three of the fucking main rap awards, best rap performance, uh, best rap song and best rap album all go to Killer Mike on that uh, fucking Michael album. That shit, it was good. It was good. Three Grammys worth? No! No! What the fuck? Three Grammys? Best rap album. In Contention. Utopia. By Travis Scott. King's Disease. Nas. Still putting out albums. It ain't halftime yet, bitch. He's still cooking. Metro Boomin' Heroes and Villains, Her Lost, Drake and 21 Savage. Now, three of those songs have over, like, two billion fucking streams. This, this album doesn't have that many streams. But one thing it does have is Best Rap Song, Scientist and Engineer, where fucking Killer Mike ran to the jungles of fucking uh, Utopia. Fuck it. Who cares? We'll go with some random place. He runs there to find fucking Andre 3K just sitting with some fucking flute and some Peruvian bitches doing fucking ayahuasca. And he dragged him out the woods and said, get on the mic. Get on the mic. We need you. The rest of outcasts, they're all like fucking owl caretakers. They're doing weird shit. Side quests. He got Andre 3K off the couch. That's why he won all those fucking Grammys. Real shit. Like, I, I fucking solely believe that that is the reason he won those awards. And he also actually won uh, Best Rap Performance with Scientists and Engineers. All the motherfucker did was get Andre 3K. All he did. Three Grammys. Fucking bullshit awards. Bullshit awards. Best rap performance. Other people in contention. Players by Coy Leroy. Rich Flex. Drake and 21. Love Letter by Black Thought. Love Black Thought. In uh, the Hillbillies by Baby Team and Kendrick. Oh my god. Are you fucking kidding? We gone. Fuck out the world. Excuse me. But is that your girl? Didn't mean to post that your girl. Like that shit was. Ah! Not only did that come out. And it was Kendrick and Keane, the cousins. But then it also announced Cap or Camp Flognaw, which was insane this year. Like, that. You couldn't have gave one away? 
fuck? Crazy. And then best melodic rap performance all my life by Dark and Cole. Cool. There's a good one. There's a hit. We found a hit and all the bullshit. Fucking A. These awards are fucking retarded. And if anybody that genuinely gives a fuck about that kind of stuff to the point where they're screaming, like, I don't care that much. But, like, fucking A. One song. Like, it was a good record. I listened to the whole thing. Did I save any of the songs into my phone? No. You know what song I did? Scientists and Engineers. Why? Andre 3000 and... Dude, Future on that shit? Future was insane on that song. Okay, may all right. Maybe I'm just sleeping so hard on Killer Mike because I just don't give a God's honest fuck. And I think that might be my biggest issue in this predicament. Uh, but what I do want to bring up is after winning three awards at the Grammys, what happens to Killer Mike? Does he go out, do some blow, get rowdy? No. He, for some reason, which I, at this point right now has not been explained, it is the next day at 6 o'clock. No point has been brought out to why Killer Mike then left the Grammys in handcuffs. What the fuck? Like, what did you do? What did you do? You haven't left the premises, sir. You haven't left the premises. How are you leaving in cuffs? And this man had a fucking crazy speech. He didn't hold back on the speech. He walked up there after winning three out of the four awards. He said, it's a sweep! It's a sweep! And started going on about how he's a black man in America and how he wanted to put himself in the industry, and he fucking got there, and then fucking 15 minutes later, dude's leaving in handcuffs, what the fuck, what did you do, what, did, what could you have possibly done that was that fucking bad, that the dude who wins most of the fucking awards on the stage, that tied up with fucking Taylor Swift, you're telling me that motherfucker leaves in handcuffs, doesn't make sense. Or maybe it does. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Let's back the fuck up. Maybe it does. A little bit of light was uh, shed. And this is from TMZ, the one place you want to go for anything that goes wrong in a celebrity's lifestyle. This is where you want to fucking be to get the details. Uh, it turns out Killer Mike was actually obtained uh, or detained Sunday morning for a battery case. What the fuck? Law enforcement tells TMZ Mike was booked for a misdemeanor battery Sunday evening. This after a private person's arrest took place at Crypto.com Arena. We're told KM, oh, Killer Mike, I'm a fucking idiot. We're told Killer Mike is accused of knocking down a security officer after they did not get out of his way quick enough. The apparent aftermath of which looks to have been caught on tape. Oh, shit. So he shoved a dude because he was in his way? At what? The fucking Lakers game? And after he won, he won three Grammys, he said, get off the stage, my brother. You gotta go downtown. We're not playing with your bitch ass. And it seems like now he's out, like he's not detained or anything. But yeah, the motherfucker just won three Grammys and got ripped out the hole. That was fucking badass. That, I think that makes Killer Mike my new favorite rapper. Just And he was talking the whole fucking time. He didn't shut his mouth the entirety of the time. What a fucking pimp, dude. I want to see the video of the dude getting knocked over.
where's Killer Mike fucking this dude up? And I wonder, like, because when, when you get a shove, too, like, you can get bullshit shoves. You can get, like, a full-blown, like, <clears throat> like pushing full arm extension. You can get, like, a shoulder to the chest. You can get, do one of them NBA flops, hands up in the air, Row! and fall over. Like, there's a bunch of different, like, shoves that could have went down. And it, it was a fucking security guard. Why are you shoving the police? Who the fuck's going to do that? It ain't Paul Blart. He can kick your ass out. Fucking bozo. Let's look this up. Crypto, crypto arena. Is there, it says there's fucking footage, but I can't find the footage. What kind of malaki is that shit? I don't know, but apparently, uh, Killer Mike fucking shoved somebody. What a bad ass. In other fucking news, Aiden Ross, the guy who literally looks like he's a chauffeur at a really shitty Italian restaurant. He looks very unkept and unhealthy, and he constantly has his shirt off with do-rags, doing fucking freestyles with rappers that are way out of his fucking league. This guy, big streamer guy, we know about him, Aiden Ross, he, um, yeah, dude, I'm stuck. Sketch? The dude Sketch online, uh, who will be playing fucking Maddenies on TikTok. That motherfucker's fun. Tuesday! Tuesday! That, oh my fucking god. I'm just loving Sketch right now. This dude's funny as hell. He was playing against Vontez Perfect, saying, you're the guy who inspired me to hit people after the play. Tuesday, cancel. Like, oh my fucking God, I love Sketch. Uh, but Aiden Ross, that kid, he uh, he's getting robbed, dude. <laughs> like, you know what's sad? Like, when your friends do some stupid shit to you or fuck with you or take something of yours... Or, like, you know, some weird situation that goes on with your friend. It, it makes it really awkward. And, like, you know, but you're still friends, but you're like, you fucking did me bad that one time, and I'm not going to forget it. This is different. Because these are people I'm pretty sure Aiden Ross has never, ever talked to. And he walks them into his house. So, for example, we'll start with the 21 Savage situation. 21 Savage, been on his streams a couple times, knows who Aiden Ross is. Aiden Ross knows him. Whatever. They're playing spades on stream. Now, first of all, that is the most ghetto shit I have ever heard in my life. Who goes online and says, let's play spades. Let's just fucking hang out, throw some cards on the table, and just pick them out. Let's do that. You do so many different things. This motherfucker, Kai Sinet, had a dirt bike in his house. Speed blew off fucking fireworks in his house. And these fucking retards are playing spades. What a joke. But they're playing high stakes. Because they're, you know, they got some money. They got some fucking money. So they're playing high stakes spades. And basically what goes down is they play for a while, play for a while. And, yo, 21 Savage is completely disrespecting Aiden Ross. He's taking his money, winning the game, game after game after game, and he's looking at Aiden Ross, he goes, call me Dada. What the fuck? If a grown-ass man walked into my house and said, let's play spades, beat my ass down five out of six times, and looked me in my fucking eyes and said, call me Dada, there's a homicide. Call the cops! What the fuck? Aiden! Stand up for yourself, my brother! What the fuck? You're gonna let this dude walk all over you like that? Are you kidding me? Sure he is with the Slaughter Gang. Well, fuck him! Fuck him! And his bodyguard look like a horse. Come on now, it's cash in, cash out reference. Get to know it. Cash in, cash out, cash in, cash out. Right in, come no key. Louis V, Sherman, no sleep. But, like, you can't let that happen to you when you're on fucking home. You're a millionaire. Have a bodyguard or something. 
What the fuck? But anyways, 21 Savage is running his pockets. You're winning game after game after game. And there's a point in the stream that people who were watching the stream caught where there was a couple decks of cards on the table, and you can see 21 Savage kind of like throw his hand there, like, hey, this one, this one. And he gave it, or he gave the signal to whoever was fucking handing the cards out. I don't know what the fuck was going on. At the end of the day, 21 Savage scratched the back of the cards. So basically, it just gives him an advantage because all you got to do rather than picking a random card is stare down at the table, find the one with the scratch in a very specific spot, and, whoosh, and then you win the fucking game. So this goes on for a minute. Like, I can't remember the solicited amount that uh, Aiden Ross said he lost, but he lost a lot of fucking money to 21 Savage. Like, 21 Savage was literally scamming this dude. So, first of all, there's a couple things that get brought up with this. Because now, this is 21 Savage and Aiden Ross. Okay? This is a lot of fucking money in two people. Like, you look at these two individuals, you're looking at hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, eh, maybe, maybe over 50. Maybe over 50 at this point. And at this, at the time that 21 Savage got caught, he had scammed this motherfucker out of 120,000 fucking dollars. Okay, $120,000, so might not be a lot to them, that could pay off my mortgage, it could give me a new car, give me a new set of wheels, and this motherfucker's just throwing it on a spades table, what a fucking lunatic, but these two guys don't need money, like, it's not like a thing that they're poor, like, they're well-known millionaires, so the fact that you walk into somebody's house where you're making a business deal as two celebrities to work off each other's names and collaborate on a stream, and you're going to run his pockets for a hundred grand? What the fuck is wrong with you? But in the same breath, because we are talking about Mr. Slaughter Gang, 21 Savage, would you expect anything else, first of all? You got this dude from Atlanta who's known for being like a gangster. He's known for being the shit, the, the bee's knees in the ghetto area. And this motherfucker, he comes onto a white guy's stream and robs him $120,000. And people are mad at 21 Savage. I, I could have saw this coming a long time ago. Like, this should be happening. This is the way that the world should work. Dumb white people get scammed by black people because it's funny. That shit works. And I'm not, I'm not saying it's correct. I don't think he should have taken the money, but come on, Aiden Ross. Come on. This guy, we didn't know. Nobody in the fucking United States knew that dude was from the fucking UK until like five years of him being famous. And all of a sudden, He's fucking, he's from the UK and he's deported. Okay, so I'm not saying a statement about black people. I'm saying a statement about 21 Savage and how he might not be the most trustworthy guy to have in your house. Okay, he's constantly talking his songs about fucking your girlfriend and you're going to let him sit on your fucking chair. Moron. Moron. Aiden Ross, you fucking dildo. Moron. Can't fucking believe that. But 21 Savage literally, and then afterwards, because his chat's pointing it out, and Aiden Ross looks at the cards, he's like, oh my god, you're scratched. And then he has to confront 21 Savage. He's like, bro, you're cheating. What the fuck is wrong with you? 
And there's like literally like a five minute pause where they just don't say anything to each other and they're sitting in the same room. And then afterwards, Aiden's like, you can go now. Like, why keep him there? Kick him the fuck out! Oh my god, Aiden Ross ain't got no fucking backbone. And then after this, just a, what, a day, maybe two days afterwards, he has the one and only Playboy Cardi. Wait, wait, wait. Those fucking ad-libs, you know, Playboy Cardi, the motherfucker flipping off the stage and shit. Fing, fing, you know what I'm talking about? That's fucking Cardi, that, that's my best Cardi impression. Fing, fing, wait, wait. Yeah, that's my Cardi. Uh, but he comes onto the fucking stream. And Playboy Cardi, like, he, he makes appearances publicly, but, like, this ain't, uh, like, I'm not a Cardi fan. Like, I'm not, like, one of those dudes who be standing on my head at the concerts. But, like, I, I know of Playboy Cardi. And I know that he really don't make, you know, huge efforts to go on these mainstream kind of things, we'll say. That's how I'm going to put that. He doesn't make a, a conscious effort to be on what's popping or, like, go on a Kaisenat stream. Like, you, you got motherfuckers like Offset bringing a goddamn sleeping bag and hanging out for the night. And, like, you, you just don't see that from Playboy Cardi. You don't. This dude comes on the stream, and he's cryptic as a motherfucker. He's wearing, like, a fucking mask, helmet kind of thing going on. And Aiden's talking to him. This dude, like, ain't even talking back. He's, like, looking at a black wall. And he's constantly looking at the, the, the chat and just saying, I love you. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. Just kept saying the same shit over and over and over again. And you can see Aiden Ross as, you know, I, I know that they're collaborating on a stream together. But technically, it's like the interviewer just absolutely lost in the sauce, like, does not know what the fuck is going on, Cardi's just, like, doing his own thing, like, walking around, he doesn't even sit down, you see Aiden, like, sit down and stand up a couple times next to him, trying to feel, like, more comfortable in the situation, and it's just really fucking awkward, like, it was just a whole weird situation going down, and then out of nowhere, Aiden Ross, dude, this kid's shot, first of all, I don't know how old Aiden Ross is, and I assume that he is older than myself. You just can't be making these mistakes, my boy. You can't. They're dumb. They're kind of foolish. And I hope there's somebody here today talking to you about this stuff, saying, don't do that again. Because what this dude does, after all this fucking time, which is all of like six minutes, ten minutes at most, he goes, man, I want to give you something. Cardi's like, what? Bro, Aiden Ross pulls out a bag with suspectfully, you know, I don't think it was actually said, but people are thinking around a couple million dollars. And then the keys to a Ferrari. Six minutes you'd have known this man. Six, six, close your eyes and count to 60. Six times. That's how long Aiden Ross knew Playboy Cardi. Before he walked in his house with a goddamn Transformer mask on. Takes two million. And a fucking Ferrari. And, and not short after that. Leaves the fucking stream. Leaves the stream. Imagine that. Holy shit. Aiden Ross. Just days after getting scammed out of 20 grand over 100 grand. <laughs> And you give him $2 million for what? For what? That could have paid your bills. That could have kept your lights on. Your plumbing. Your water. 
Nah, I'd rather give it to you, because you were such a contribution to my wonderful online show. You fucking Momo! Why would you do that? Why is it that with these new kid celebrities, these streamers, these fucking David Dobrik, not even David Dobrik, but early on, maybe I'll even say David Dobrik's, where they just spend all this money. Like, okay, and here's the thing, though. David Dobrik would, you know, probably spend some change and get a celebrity onto his fucking vlogs, and it paid dividends. And that person brought so much energy. But Aiden Ross, this little fucking white kid, brings on people who show up in costumes, because that's just how they dress. It's not because of the stream, it's not a happy Halloween, they just be dressing like that and shit. Like, I would never, like, take every era of Cardi, every era, except for short hair Cardi, with, like, the weird sweater on. Every other era, I'm not letting that motherfucker in my house. <laughs> like, I'm not. I could know him for five days and lived on an island with him, and he never betrayed me and tried to gnaw at my leg once, and we made it home. I still wouldn't let him in my house. You would think that traumatic experience would change my ways on him, and I would be like, oh, yeah, let's let him come over for a cup of tea. Fuck you. Not letting him in my house. Anybody that paints your face before you go outside, you ain't coming in my home. You're not allowed in my homestead if you paint your face to go to the grocery store. I'm sorry, my brothers and sisters. I don't care. I don't care. There's just certain shit that I, if you're fucking, if you're a white guy and you got a white hoodie on and that hood's a little bit too tipped at to the top, you can't come in my house. You can't walk into my fucking shelter. My habitat. You're not allowed to do that. I'm not sorry either. If you always shop at Walmart for everything, not allowed in my house, okay? Like, just not fucking allowed. There's certain things that tick me off. And the way Playboy Cardi looks 98% of the time is one of those fucking things. And I don't know, man. I, I just... And then he lets a 21 Savage into his house. 21, Mr. Fucking Your Daughter. Like, that dude is who you're going to be friends with, Aiden? I think you can do much better, my friend. I feel like Kai Sinet is very, he's a great guy. He's, he's a, a wonderful human. I think, you know what? I think every other person on the planet is better than Playboy Cardi and 21 Savage to let into your house. I'd even let you take, like, Mick Foley in. But, like, drugged up Mick Foley, like, mankind Mick Foley. I would say letting him in your house is a better bet than having fucking Playboy Cardi in your house. Or 21 Savage. They just do not seem like very nice gentlemen. And Aiden Ross welcomed them with open arms. And made them dinner, probably. And had them over. And literally got robbed. For what people are at least thinking. I don't think there's an actual number out there yet. A uh, little bit over a million dollars. Wow. Bozo. Why is this being pushed to our public? Why is this being pushed to our kids? I am a kid and I look at it and I think that guy's a fucking retard. But unfortunately a lot of people don't think like me. Like, a lot of people think that dude is smart, and he's trying to make connections. And he's trying to, you know, be on good terms with people. That's how you be on good terms with people. You spend all your money on their cars. 
that they didn't ask for, they probably don't need. I would doubt that Playboy Cardi needs a car. I would doubt that 21 Savage, for the sheer percentage of bars, the P.O.B., percentage of bars, that is talked about in his songs about driving foreign cars, is probably over 85, like at least. So why the fuck are you going to buy people like them cars? Why are you going to bet money with someone who didn't let anybody know? Like, the country didn't even know about this shit. I don't know how it got fucking leaked out. Was it his visa? Was it his visa that expired? I don't actually know. 21 Savage visa expired? My Google just looks really weird. Like, it's just like 21 Savage visa, OJ Simpson release date. And fucking, and then a Tuscan chicken recipe, which was delicious, and I surely recommend. Uh, visa expired. What the fuck? Why is this not pulling up? Oh. Says that 21 Savage briefly left in 2005 and came back the same year in July when he was 12. His visa expired a year later, according to the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Wow. So it was his visa. Because the government did now. They, they were on top of their shit, dude. They know when those things are fucking up. They know when to get them out. Oh, dude, that's nuts. It's a lot of, there's a lot of immigrants in our fucking nation right now. And I'm not a big politics guy, so I don't want to go in saying shit about that. But yeah, that's, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot that we just kind of let in, dude. Like, Biden's like, bring them on, bring them on in. We welcome everybody. At least make them go to fucking Paris Island. Isn't that what it's called? Fucking Statue of Liberty. Go there. You know, get booked. Get signed in. Put your name on the sheet. And come on in. These motherfuckers just got buses in. I wonder where they left them. Did they just fucking drop them off at one stop? <laughs> just ruin a fucking entire community? Just take all their fucking jobs away? At least that's what the Trumpers think. Them Trumpers, they're getting rowdy, dude. I was just watching... I saw a Donald Trump-like thing on TV when I was looking for a Sabres game. I'm like, fuck that Sabres game. Let's take a look at this. Because now we're getting back to that shit. Like, he's going to be debating soon. Like, and if you listen to Shane Gillis, I hope that most people that listen to this podcast know who Shane Gillis is. He's great. I saw him live. I'm a big fucking fan. But he's got me excited because he was like, he was electric in those rallies. I didn't care when I was a kid. But now I got my own fucking issues with the country. That I feel like would make our... I, here's, here's the fucking point. I'm excited to see Trump go on that fucking stage and verbally assault people. I have my opinions about politics, but I'm like... I just want peace. I want us to keep our noses out of shit. And just like, when people want to fuck with us, bring it. Let's fucking go. But let's just be our little, let's be our little home. Let's not have any problems with no one. Like, let's just do everything we can to be very, very nice. And that's how I feel about politics, so honestly. But I don't know who I want for president, realistically. Like, if I were to look at all my views, write them down on a sheet of paper, and see who matches up best with them. 
Like, I don't do that. I don't care. I don't do that mentally. I'm not like, oh, I'm a fucking Trumper. I'm a, I'm a Biden kind of guy. I think they're all fucking crooks. I think they're all crooks. Every single one of them. The one in office and the one running. And I know Kamala's got something up her sleeve. Who would want to be vice president to that? She's a caretaker, for Christ's sake. I don't know anything about the other ones. And quite frankly, don't give a fuck, neither. All I'm saying is, when Trump gets on that stage, I know who I'm rooting for in the debate. Because <laughs> I want to see him hurt some feelings. I want to see some bridges burned. I want to see this motherfucker. Oh, dude, I want to see him go ham. I want him to think it's a it's the roast of Ted Cruz or whoever the fuck's going to be on the stage. Fucking give it to him. I love it. I want to see Biden debate. I want to see that motherfucker just sleeping halfway through that motherfucker. Just dead. They're going to be like, oh my God, Mr. Biden. Mr. Mr. Biden, are you awake? What, what is that? What, what is that? Mr. Biden! And then he just starts hearing voices and shit. He just starts going crazy on the stage. Nobody has any fucking clue about it, though. He's just in his own little world, like, oh, my God. Just, like, dying. I think that's where Joe Biden is right now. I think he's just dead. <laughs> it's just, like, taking a really long time. That motherfucker is just... He's out of it sometimes. He's just walking around, walking the wrong direction. People are pointing him where to go. I'm like, that's the dude who's representing our country? And I chose him. I was one of those kids, because I was going to college the year that motherfucker got in. So I'm like, go Biden! Yeah, yeah, go Biden! Fuck yeah! Go Aviator Shades! Like, I was excited for Biden, because he was going to take some debt money from me, and uh, guess what, motherfucker? I don't go to college! I didn't choose that path in my life. So I didn't benefit from it at all, if college students even did. But all I got now is this president that doesn't know where to walk, and apparently his fucking son's all up in other fucking country shit. Strippers, cocaine, going fucking bananas. I don't know, man. I just don't know. I think everybody's a fucking crook. We know Trump is. Trump, Trump has been an asshole since the dawn of time. He has not ever been born. He's been here since the creation. And he's just been an asshole in the corner. He's judged all of fucking God's decisions. That's how long that motherfucker's been here. Honestly. And he's just been being a dick the whole fucking time. And you know he's you know he's got his hands in fucking everything. He's got money strumming in from every direction. He's going nuts. And he has been for a long time. He's a crook. And dude, all I'm saying, because I did bring up Kamala Harris too. And to be honest, I don't know anybody else. That's how little I know about politics. That's why I don't have a fucking choice. And to be fair, to be fair, everybody says, oh, you got to know about politics. If you, you know, you got to have, you got to pick a side if you want to have an opinion. I got to pick a side, but I can't have an opinion. You fucks chose this for me. I've never voted. So I'm dealing with other people's bullshit right now. And I can't have a fucking, I can't have a fucking point. Why? Why? They're paying $5 for gas for fucking four years. Sick and tired of being sick and tired, goddammit.
fucking annoying. Like, I have my opinion. And I'm not one of those fucking people when I hear that bullshit statement. Are you going to choose a side to have an opinion? Fuck you. Fuck you. Click off of my podcast, you son of a bitch. If you haven't already, I don't know what this episode has turned into, but I'm fine with it. All I'm saying is I want somebody who's smart in office, and I want to just be us. Why can't why can't we just go back? Like, why can't countries, like, all the shit that would solve if countries just decided to stop fucking with each other? Those people have been fighting over fucking Palestine for millions of years. Not millions of years. That's not actually realistic. Realistically, it's been thousands of years. What the fuck? Let it go. <laughs> like, it don't matter that much at all. Does not matter. Doesn't matter. It's a plot of land that a book told you was important. And you're fucking fighting over a book and flip-flops and shit. Come on. <laughs> Calm down. What the fuck? Relax. Why is Russia always trying to kill people? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know what happened to them. They got it pretty good. Maybe not to people as much. They seem to be all right, though. Most of them are in the military. Their choice? Probably not. But who fucking knows? We don't know anything about that. I live in America. You know what I care about? Bill's football. I don't give a shit about anything that happens anywhere else until I hear that bombs are about to be dropped. And then I tune the fuck in. Where? What coastline? Where do I gotta go to avoid the aerial attack? I don't want to fucking die. I don't want to be one of these fucking... Not Anne Frank. But, like, in that time, like, fucking... Oh, the Nazi times when you're just a little Jewish person just eating oatmeal. And then you just get... <laughs> bomb right through your fucking roof. Through four floors. Right near your kitchen table. Eating fucking oatmeal all over your face when you die. Oh, that'd be a shitty way to go. That would be a shitty way to go. <laughs> I'm not trying to be that guy, bro. I ain't. If I hear bombs are dropping, <laughs> I'm I ain't playing, dude. I'm getting the fuck out of here if that's the case. Fuck that shit. That is a fucking joke. Stop trying to fight people. I want to be like Australia. There's a Shane Gillis joke going around, and it's like, Something about Australia and how they got no outputs or outputs. They don't do shit. Like they don't they don't sell nothing. They're just down there being little Aussies, hanging out. Kangaroos, koalas, with the most venomous fucking creatures on the planet. Australia is a shithole. There's a reason that it's disconnected from everything. Nobody was supposed to inhabit Australia. And all of a sudden they get fucking the goddamn, what's that, the Sydney Opera House? That's the only thing I know about Australia. That and Steve Irwin's do. R.I.P. Ski, Steve Irwin. R.I.P. Ski. Homie. That's the first celebrity death that ruined me as a very young boy. I love Steve Irwin. I had the khaki shirt and the khaki pants. I looked like a problem, bro. And not like a not like a problem, like a mental problem. Like I looked like I had issues. I had these little square ass glasses. Yo, if I find the picture, I'll post it. 
on the fucking old New York Instagram. Follow it! Follow it! And follow the Facebook at the old New York podcast. Uh, slight plug. But just like Steve Irwin, he was that guy for me. He was that fucking guy. He died, that sucked. Next one was Robin Williams. Ooh, Robin Williams hurt like a motherfucker. The day that I learned that Robin Williams died ruined my day. Like, that's like the first time. Like, when I was a kid, that shit hurt. But I was like, at least I got all these DVDs. But then, like, now when it came to Robin Williams, yeah, I got all those movies and shit. But I loved his new stuff. I loved what he was coming out with in his later years. And I was so excited for more. And then you just hear about the happiest guy ever, or at least that was, you know, his perception was public perception. But he's just gone in the worst way. You just couldn't take another second. And that's so fucking sad. And he, and then you, now when I listen to podcasts with him, like I found an interview. Oh man, what the fuck was that interview? I got to find it and I'll literally link it. And it was Robin Williams just like taking over an interview for this smaller, like, I, there's a small group of people in the background you can hear. I'll post it on the old New York Instagram, follow that, so you can listen to it. But it just made me sad. He was just making everybody laugh. He was just that guy in the room. And he cracked jokes like nobody else. And you could just see it through the camera, so you can only imagine what his kids grew up with. And, like, the, the calmest, most relaxed, open easygoing person, like, ah, that just sucks, that one hurt like a bitch, then the next one was Norm McDonald, bro, I, I just heard about Norm right before he died, and I listened to him for about a year and a half before he died, and then out of nowhere, you just see that this dude's been fighting, what was it, stomach cancer, I can't remember, but it was some form of cancer, and he was just gone, and Norm was putting out great, he came out with the Norm McDonald show, and it was on Netflix, and it was on YouTube, and it was like a podcast, and Adam Egget was like some fucking person that didn't believe the Holocaust happened. Like, there's just like weird quirks about that show. And it was perfect, and he was just gone. And he was so good. His latest, like, and it's weird too, because he's been doing comedy so long, He's been doing comedy since his diagnosis, which I want to say was in like the 90s. And he's just made jokes about it consistently until his passing. So that's just so creepy. But like, man, another one just gone too soon. And don't even get me started with the fucking music artists. X. Oh, X was a bitch. X was the first one that was like, what the fuck? Like, he's dead? And yeah, that sucked. And then there was like a video of him when he was dead. And I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? Who got that? Who recorded that? Because like, did that person know it was X? Or was it just like, oh my God, this little mutated looking motherfucker's dead. <laughs> and just take a picture of him. Still foul. Don't do that shit. If you're a person out there that sees someone horrifically or someone horrifically die, don't take a picture. <laughs> Just be the bigger person and maybe go help out with CPR. <laughs> like, don't don't take a picture with him. What the fuck is wrong with you? That's so foul. But like X died, Juice died. 
Juice sucked. I did, I realized because like I always listen to Juice World, not like avidly, but he was definitely on my playlist a lot. And uh, my friends will listen to him and be like, "What the fuck is this?" It's like, "Oh, girls are the same." And I'm just like, "What the fuck are y'all listening to?" You're like fucking thirteen. What has happened to you that's so terrible? But then I started listening to it and yo. I looked into his freestyles. That dude was a rapper rapper at a young age. And he just fucking lost himself. So many, dude. Drugs suck dick. Yo, if you're a drug, fuck you. Except pot. Pot's not a drug though, it's a plant. It's a plant. And well, I'm in New York State, motherfucker. Come on now. I'm fine. It's whatever the fuck I want it to be. I can smoke and choke it wherever I want. Doesn't fucking matter. Must suck to live in states where pot is still illegal. Like, I went to Cleveland recently with some friends, and we went down there for a Cavs game. And, like, at this point, this we were actually, that weekend, we were facing the Bengals in the playoffs, the Buffalo Bills versus the Bengals at High Mark, and we fucking lost. But I went down there, I had my Bills starter, and I was running my mouth being a fucking moron. I was just like, poverty fucking franchise, poverty city. I was just saying that walking around the mall. Because it is. It's a shithole. <laughs> like, and the Browns weren't any, like, cra- they weren't crazy good last year. And I think they were, they were obviously out of the playoffs at that point. But, like, it's just weird. Like, there's still the Cavs. Like, you still have other sports teams. I get the NFL's probably the biggest one, but y'all suck. Like, wouldn't you care about something else? And, like, dude, the city was just, the people just all looked like they didn't want to be there. It was disgusting. I I hated the energy of that city. It made me appreciate Buffalo a boatload. And you couldn't smoke pot? Give those people some marijuana, please. Give them some good Michigan weed. Michigan weed's. That thing, dude, is fucking insane. But, like, give them some pot. They could use it. They could use a little fucking little ante up. You know what I'm saying? A little quick revive in this motherfucker. They need some shit. They <laughs> get them going. They're all sad fucking people. Everywhere. At the McDonald's, sad. At the hotel check-in, sad. At the Cavs game, they're like, your seat's up in three rows over. Like, just, like, monotone. They weren't like, all right, guys, where you going? You know, like, when you go to a Sabres game, sometimes you get a little anted up security guard. Hey, guys, where, where are your seats at? And you go, oh, this one, this one. They give you a little direction point. Oh, thank you, sir. Yeah, it's nice. It's it's like, oh, thank you. Like, I really didn't need that, but sure. Thanks, buddy. But then in Cleveland, they're just like, go to your fucking seat and don't... Don't cause a ruckus. And, yeah, they don't. They don't ever cause a ruckus. Those fucking people are boring. I dislike it. Greatly. Yeah, we should give them some weed, though. Next president. That's who I want. That's who I want. I don't actually know what candidate would follow these stipulations, so I don't actually have one in mind. But whoever's trying to give more states weed, God bless you. I wish you the best in the races. <laughs> you, you got my name in the ballot, lady. Or, sir, shit. I really don't know. Like, I'm not biased, but whoever's trying to hand out more of that, that electric lettuce. 
Let him in the office, okay? Let him in the fucking office. I'm gonna wrap this up because I got a fucking haircut to go to. I look like a goddamn Momo. I look like a fucking moron. I swear to God, I got this long ass hair. I feel like shit. Thank you for listening to the Old New York podcast. I appreciate you listening. Follow here on Spotify. It'll give you a notification when I post something. You can also do the same thing on the fucking Instagram at the Old New York underscore. Same with the TikTok, Old New York underscore. And now Facebook. Woohoo! Let's get the Facebook rolling, baby. I'll post some baby pictures or something. I don't know. What, what do people do on Facebook? I don't fucking have that shit. Go follow the fucking Facebook at the Old New York podcast. And then, yo, if you got a small business, you need a little bit of advertising, just like at the beginning of this episode with that company, you should email me at Steve McLaughlin Business, Mick Laughlin. That's how you spell my last name. I'm not happy about it neither. And then business at yahoo.com. Or you can hit me up in a DM, preferably Instagram. And yeah, we can talk it out. It's really simple. I don't ask much of you and it doesn't cost any money. So if you got a side hustle, you detail cars or something on the side, I got you. If you got a lemonade stand, like real shit. If you're doing something for like, you know, your school or a fundraiser, hit me up. I got you. Also, we have episodes fucking flying out right now. Stay on the fucking lookout. We got some other ones that are coming up, getting recorded, some fun guests. We're going to have a fucking great time over here. So tune in the next couple weeks. Thank you very much for listening. Have a good rest of your work week.